So now, we present Haunted, Stories of the Supernatural, Little Girl Lost by Rosemary Timperley, adapted for radio by Derek Hodinot, starring Jenny Linden as Sally, John Carson as Herbert, and Ruth Dunning as Mrs. Grove. Haunted. Mother, I've brought Dr. Raven to see you. Uh, how do you do, Mrs. Grove? How do you do, Doctor? I thought it was Janet. Janet's not home from school yet, Mother. Oh, well, I don't understand, Sally. It's quite unnecessary to have called the Doctor. I've only got a bronchial cold. Uh, maybe, but there's no need to take risks, is there? An examination won't go amiss now, will it, Mrs. Grove? Such a fuss. If you'll excuse me one moment, Doctor. Yes, of I... course, Mrs. Lake. But it's just that I've got something cooking. No, I'll I... be perfectly all right. I think Mrs. Grove and I will get along splendidly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what may I ask you laughing at? Something cooking, indeed. I couldn't have put it better myself. You can stop this fast, Doctor. I know why she sent for you. You've come to see whether I'm mad or not. <laughs> I can assure you, Mrs. Grove, I haven't. I've come because, by the look of things, you've got a touch of bronchitis and a worried daughter-in-law. You're new, aren't you? I took over from Dr. Martin two months ago. Oh, I see. Thought I hadn't seen you before. Well, she thinks I'm mad. And why does she think that? Because she hears me talking to John. Who's John? My husband. I thought you were a widow. So I am. But I still talk to my husband. Sally doesn't understand, nor does my son. They think I imagine it. When did your husband die? He left the world a year ago. At first I stayed on at the cottage. Then Herbert, he's my son by my first husband, insisted that I come and live here with him. I'd got accustomed to talking to John at the cottage, so it's difficult to remember not to now. Sally keeps catching me in the middle of a conversation with him. She looks at me as if she thinks I ought to be behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> You're an old fraud. You think so, do you? Yes, I do. Well, remember, it wasn't me who made you come here for nothing. Still, I like you, Doctor. You've got a sense of humour. Thank you. Which is more than you can say for some. You can come and see me whenever you like. Well, that's very kind of you. Now, I'll go and leave a prescription for some linctus with Mrs Lake. Good day, Mrs Grove. Goodbye, Doctor. You see, John, I knew she'd tell him. So I thought I'd put my side of it first. I was right to tell him, wasn't I? Oh, John, really? <laughs> Did she tell you, Doctor? That she talks with her dead husband. Her second husband, I gather. Yes. And it's getting worse. She talks to him all the time when she's alone. Well, it's not unusual for someone recently bereaved to feel the presence of a dead spouse. 
Many widows, and widowers too, for that matter, have the experience and keep it to themselves. Uh, Mrs. Grove is open about it, which isn't a bad thing, really. Oh, you don't have to live with it, Doctor. It's getting me down, I can tell you. My husband laughs it off and says it's harmless, but then she doesn't do it so much when he's around. Yeah. I expect she thinks it's tactless. Oh, you see, my husband, uh, Herbert, didn't exactly love John Grove. His mother deserted his father and him for John when Herbert was only a little boy. Still, he's very fond of his mother, and when she was left on her own, he asked her to come here to stay with us, although she's always made me feel uneasy. She's, um, weird, Doctor. Uh, your mother-in-law mentioned uh, uh, Janet. Yes, she's our daughter. Oh, yes. Uh, does she find Mrs. Grove, well, weird? I don't know. I, I've expected her to say uh, who is Gran talking to, but she never does. She sort of accepts it. <sighs> You think I'm making a fuss about nothing. Oh, Janet, this is Dr. Raven, my daughter. Hello, young lady. Hello. Is Gran worse? No, 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 she's coming along nicely. Oh, good. I brought her some of those wine gums she likes. I'll take them up to her. Oh, no, she might be asleep, darling. No, she's not. I can hear her talking. That's the first time she's actually mentioned it. They always do that. Oh, do, do what? I never know what they're laughing at. Well, it's probably something quite innocent. Well, it doesn't sound like it to me. Oh, Doctor, I'm sorry. Perhaps it is getting me down. Grant's all right. She's pleased with the wine gums. I told her she ought to go to sleep for a while. Absolutely right. What was the joke about? Nothing I dare repeat in front of Mummy. It was something John said. That's all. Sally, are you sure she said that? Well, of course I'm sure, Herbert. Right in front of Dr Raven, when he asked her what she was laughing at, she replied it was something John said. That's all. The way she said it, so casual. It was the casual way she said it that frightened me. Frightened you? Yes. You must do something. Go and speak to your mother. No, her, but while Janet's doing her homework. Oh, steady on, Sally. I mean it. Something has got to be done. She hasn't got much left in life, love. What's a bit of talking to herself matter? Please. Now. You look as though you've come to tell me off. <laughs> no, not really, Mother. It's just... Why, it's just this business of talking to John... We can't have you upsetting Janet, can we? I don't upset her. Oh, Mother, listen to me. Now, John Grove is dead. Whatever you hear in your head, it's not him. You resent him. You always have. He took me away from you. But it was your own fault. Now, don't let's rake up old history again, please. That old history happens to be my life. I can't have you discussing him with Janet. When John speaks to me and Janet happens to be here, I can't ignore him. The child wouldn't expect me to. She doesn't think I'm out of my mind the way you and Sally do. Well, we don't think you're out of your mind. Yes, you do. You know in your heart of hearts that he's not there at all. He is there. John is not a fantasy. Yes, darling? Oh, sorry. I thought Gran was alone. What do you want? I've come to talk to Gran. Let her stay, Herbert. We enjoy our little chats. All right. But remember what I said. 
Your father objects to me talking to John. Why shouldn't you talk to your husband? It doesn't strike you as strange, then. <laughs> A bit. But then life is strange, isn't it? You never know what's going to happen next, do you? You know, my darling, you're so right. And so young to have recognised that. Do you know, Janet, my dear, at his funeral, I was saying to him in my mind, Goodbye, my darling. And he gave that little chuckle, which I knew so well. And he said in reply, Did you really think you'd got rid of me as easily as this? Not on your life. <laughs> How fantastic. Did you laugh? I gave a rather undignified snort, which was taken, fortunately, for a sob. <laughs> you are marvellous, Gran. Oh, I wish I had a dead husband to talk to. Much more fun than washing and getting meals ready all the time like Mummy does. You clean your room, don't you? Well, that's Mummy's idea. Although, actually, I don't mind. It means she doesn't have to go in there and nose around. Yes, privacy's nice. I miss it. When I was alone at the cottage and John was there, I neglected the housework and he said, You're a natural slut. Look at that dust. <laughs> and he laughed so sweetly. People waste too much time dusting. Anyway, we're all made of dust, aren't we? Yes, John. What did he say? He said, only our bodies are. I wish I could hear him too. One day. Not yet. Herbert and your mother disapprove. As we live on charity in their house, we must respect their wishes. <laughs> What's the joke, Gran? John's just uttered a word. A rude word. What was it? I know nearly all of them. Oh, no. I shouldn't. Oh, go on, please, Gran. <laughs> well, now, Mrs Lake, is it you you've come to see me about? Or Mrs Grove? Oh, Mrs Grove. Oh, I see. Now, it was a month ago that I came to visit her, wasn't it? I need your help, Doctor. My mother-in-law is gaining too much influence over my daughter. She spends nearly every evening in her room. They laugh together. Well, isn't that a good thing, Mrs. Lake? No, it's the laughter that frightens me most of all. It's odd. It's not like normal laughter. They talk softly like conspirators. And last night something really awful happened. Well, I'm ashamed to admit this. But... Go on, please. Well, I listened at the door of Mrs. Grove's room and I heard her say... Well, John, how can Janet help us? And, and then she said, Janet, open the door quickly. The door was flung open and Janet caught me there listening. She said, Mummy, you were listening in a voice of horror. And I denied it and packed her off to bed. Then Mrs. Grove said, you were listening, Sally. I know because John told me. Well, I tell you, Dr. Raven, I'd crept up those stairs without making a sound. How could she have known I was there? Oh, very easily, Mrs. Lake. A person living in a room all day gets to know every little sound the house makes, every creak, every rustle, every whisper. You... You don't think it is possible that John is there, do you? No, I don't. But she thinks he is, and she has a strong personality. It's affecting you as well as Janet. 
I think it would be a good idea if you tried and persuaded Mrs. Grove to come in and see me. You're conspiring with my daughter-in-law to have me put away, and that's the truth. Yes, nothing of the sort, Mrs. Grove. But you do realise how much you're distressing the household by insisting that John is with you? I won't lie and pretend he's not. Well, then, couldn't you keep it more to yourself? Especially where the child's concerned. You're being stupid now, Doctor. It's Janet who understands, you see. If it weren't for her, I'd have escaped this life and joined John long before now. He wants me to, you know. Now, now, look, Mrs. Grove, have you considered that the voice you hear isn't John at all? Don't be ridiculous, Doctor. <laughs> What's so funny? Oh, it wasn't you. John just said something. It wasn't very polite, I'm afraid. I see. Uh, look. Mrs. Grove, I'd like to fix an appointment for you at the psychiatric clinic. I suppose you're happy now. What, sir? Mother's changed out of all recognition since she's been attending that psychiatric clinic. Yes, she has. She's quieter for one thing. That cackling of hers has stopped for another, and for a third she's stopped talking to John. Oh, for once the house is normal again. She's not the same woman I used to know. The spark's gone out of her. And Janet's changed too. Yes, they're not conspiring together anymore. Oh, conspiring? Really, Sally? Laughing at me behind my back. She was corrupting our daughter and you were allowing it to happen. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, it hasn't stopped Janet from sitting in her bedroom with her. That's true. It hasn't. But all she does now is read to her. That's all. There's no harm in Janet reading to her. You've got them safe, my darling? Yes, Gran. John asks me to thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you, John. Shh. Careful, my little darling. Keep your voice down. She might be listening. It's difficult waiting like this. Still, it'll only be a few more hours. And then... Tonight. Are you afraid, Gran? No. And you mustn't be either. You'll be safe. I'm not afraid when I'm with you, Gran. Good. Be brave, little one. Let me have them after they've gone to bed. Creep in like a little ghost, eh? What exactly will happen? After? By tomorrow. You'll know. say heart failure when did it happen just after you and Janet left this morning does Janet know yet no I thought she'd better stay at school for the day while we sorted things out oh, God. poor mother I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't get home quicker well, the office said you were out I couldn't reach you yes I had to go down the Plimston branch dr. Raven said something else I didn't know whether to believe him or not. Uh, 
I mean, I find it hard to believe. What did he say, Sally? Well, he said there's reason to believe that your mother died from an overdose of those tablets the psychiatric clinic gave her. What? I said I thought it was impossible. Of course it is. Well, I told him that I took charge of those tablets when she came home from the clinic and that only I gave them to her one, mm. three times a day as prescribed. Well, what did he say to that? Well, he said that mental patients... Mental were... patients? She wasn't a mental oh, patient. Oh, Herbert, please. Mental patients? I. God. Oh, he said that mental patients were skillful at pretending to have taken tablets, yet saving them up to take in one go. That's what he said. Oh, my God. Heart failure. A broken heart's more like it. We should never have sent her to that damn clinic. All she needed to keep her happy was a harmless yeah, ghost. It wasn't harmless, as well you know. We took away her only comfort. You mean I took away her only comfort? All right, I do mean that. Am I being blamed for her death now? Oh, Sally, of course you're not. I, you know what I You'll meant. You'll be saying next it was me who administered the overdose. Oh, Sally, for God's well, sake. Well, why not? That's what you really think, that I bet. That isn't true. Yeah, I couldn't get rid of her fast enough, is that it? Look, Sally, all I said... I know is... what you said. I know what's at the back of your mind. Well, if you must know, it wasn't me, it was Janet. What? Oh, my God! What do you say? I didn't want to believe it. Sally, look at me. What What do you mean it was Janet? Oh, uh, but listen, I didn't want to think it, but... Well, while I was waiting for the doctor to come, after I'd found your mother, I, I started to tidy up Janet's room. Well, you know, something to do. I mean, I, I just couldn't sit around. The silence. Um, Janet's room was in a mess again and her nightdress was on the floor. It's unusual for her. She used to be so tidy. When I put the nightdress back in her drawer, I, 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 I found this. Look. A bottle? With the tablets inside, yes. And you, you think... I know, but I know they're your mother's tablets. But if Mother had been hoarding three a day since she came home, there'd be twice as many as this. We'll have to talk to Janet when she comes in. When she gets over the shock. <laughs> Hello. What are you doing? Hello. I thought you might be asleep. Just looked in to see how you were. I can't sleep. No. No. You're looking for something, were you? What? In the drawer. You're looking for something? No, just tidying things up. Your mother did that for you this morning. No. Oh, is that why I can't find anything? Unless, of course, you were looking for this. What is it? What does it look like? It's a bottle. A bottle of tablets. Grand's tablets. Do you steal them, Janet? No. Though someone seems to have taken them from me. Now, that's enough. Your mother found them and knew they couldn't possibly belong to you. They are mine. She had no right to take them. She had every right. Now tell me, how did you get them? Gran gave them to me. Why? To keep for her, that's all. But you knew she was supposed to be taking them to cure her illness. She wasn't ill. And she didn't need to be drugged out of her mind so she'd lose John. She needed John. At least they're together now so they'll be happy. 
When Gran asked you to keep the tablets for her, did you know she wanted them saved? No, I just did as I was asked. Each day she saved three and passed them to me to keep safely until she asked for them back. And did she ask for them back? Yes, last night. So I gave them to her. Hmm. But not all of them, eh? You kept these. There were too many. We saved too many. I see. Oh, <laughs> Janet. Janet, darling. She died of an overdose, love. It would have been more of an overdose if you had given her all the tablets. Is that why you only gave her half? You loved her so much that you couldn't refuse to do what she wished, but at the same time, you hoped that if she didn't take enough, her plan might fail. Is that how you'd worked it out in your mind? Hmm? Yes, yes, it's true. And now she's gone away and left me, and it's all my fault. No, 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 darling, no, it's not your fault. She could always make people do what she wanted. Gran was a very persuasive lady. We'll never mention it again, love. Never. It's our secret. Yours, Mummy's and mine. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it any more, Sally. It wasn't Janet's fault. But to aid and abet someone she loved so much to Look, commit Sally, suicide? Look, there's something I've never told you before. When I was a child, I used to carry messages between Mother and John Grove. I even helped her run away. You did? Hmm. Even when you knew it meant leaving you behind? Now, the plan was that I should go with them. I funked it at the last minute, though. I let her down. I was tormented with guilt afterwards. You let her down? You let her you've down? You've never understood, Mother, and that's why you've never liked her. You see, she expected everything from those who professed to love her. She wouldn't even let poor old John die, would she? Well, at least your mother's death has rid this house of that abominable ghost or whatever it was. All right, Herbert. We'll try and forget the whole thing. We will, in time. But it will take time. Perhaps a holiday would help. Hmm? I've got some time, I mean. Yes. Oh, where's Janet now? Crying in her room. Gran? That you? I couldn't. I was too afraid. And now they've found the bottle and taken it away. What? I don't know what they've done with it. Honest, Gran. Janet. Yes, Mummy? Who were you talking to? No one. I was just learning some poetry. Saying it aloud to myself. Singing in the rain
singing in, in the rain. What a wonderful feeling. I'm happy again. <laughs> oh, well, we certainly know we're back in England again. Just look at the weather. Oh, it was a lovely fortnight. It was a marvellous holiday, wasn't it, Janet? Well, you enjoyed Spain, didn't you? It was all right. You don't sound too sure. All right, then. I enjoyed myself. Oh, oh it's nasty. I missed the house. What? I said I missed the house. I didn't. I missed Graham. Please, you know what I said. I know what you said, but it doesn't make me feel any different. Janet, Gran's dead. Let's forget about her, John, and all the other things. Oh, I think we'll take the suitcases in when it stopped raining. Okay, nice cup of tea first, eh? Oh, good! There's the house! Look, look! All right, all right. It's the same one we've lived in for the past ten years. I'm so pleased to be back again. Listen! What's the matter, Janet? Can't you hear them? We'd better make a dash for it. Well, you must be able to hear them. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Oh, listen, about? damn you, listen! How dare you, Janet? Sally. <laughs> oh, my God! Did you hear... You heard them, didn't you? No. They're inside, waiting for me. They've missed me as much as I've missed them. Now, listen to me, Janet. I don't want to hear any more of this nonsense. Janet! My God, what's she doing? Janet, you haven't got a front door key! Janet! Come back! But she's gone in! We must have left the door unlocked! Oh, the door was locked! I made sure before we left! Janet! Janet! Come on now, don't be silly. Janet! Oh my God, what are we going to do? Sally. What in God's name are we going to do? Sally. <gasps> oh. She's nowhere in this house. She's gone. Oh, I'm frightened. I'm so frightened. She can't have disappeared. Not like that. Herbert, <laughs> listen. She's gone. Janet! Gone! She can't. Won't vanish. No. No, not vanished. She's lost. Lost. <laughs> Little Girl Lost by Rosemary Timperley was adapted and directed by Derek Hodinot and featured Jenny Linden as Sally, John Carson as Herbert and Ruth Dunning as Mrs Grove, Bernadette Windsor as Janet and Adrian Egan as the Doctor and John Grove. <laughs>